The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. The time's just gone exactly 18 minutes past five. Time now to get an update from Israel. Joining us now on the line, our correspondent, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon to you. Thanks once again for joining us. Good afternoon. It's always a pleasure to join you. Always a pleasure to actually see you, Michael. Yes, uh, yeah, well, I don't know. They should have come up with the Zoom idea long ago because, yeah, it's great now. It's like you're <laughs> live in studio as you were before, isn't it, Roland? Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. When are you coming back? But anyway, that's for another discussion. Roland, let's begin with this. So much going on now with the, the war at the moment. Updates on this war against Hamas. Let's take it from there. What have you got to tell us? So much has transpired today. It has been a very, very difficult day Mm. with the loss of nine uh, soldiers. Uh, Here we go with uh, rocket sirens. I'm just going to have a look and let you know where these rocket sirens are coming from. Uh, Yesterday we had that barrage towards the the center. Rocket sirens in the south to the areas of Nahal Oz, Alumim and and others. So important to know that Mm. rockets are still being fired towards Israeli civilians. Of course, this is a double war crime, but a very, very difficult 24 hours with the news of uh, nine soldiers falling in battle in the Gaza Strip. Now, uh, for many of the listeners to to High FM who are members of WITSO, a very difficult day. Two of those nine soldiers are, are, are guys that graduated from um, from our Witsa schools here in, in Israel. So, you know, this gives you an indication of just how personal uh, each soldier is to all of us. As I said to somebody earlier today, that Israeli soldiers are, are not... Um, deployed somewhere far away. They're not some. They're not guys who who choose to make the military career and then are deployed to go off to war. They are our fathers and sons and husbands and brothers and lovers and colleagues and friends and friends' sons and daughters that fight literally kilometers away from where we are. Uh, and the loss of each soldier is very very personal. Also for people who are fans of the TV show Fowder, Idan Ahmed, who plays Sagi uh, in Fowder, was uh, seriously injured yesterday. Uh, we do have some good news. He has regained consciousness. He was apparently hit by quite a lot of shrapnel. Uh, his father says he's uh, out of a life-threatening condition uh, and um. he, is, uh, he is conscious. But uh, as this war continues and last night we were Admiral Daniel Hagari saying that we are changing the uh, strategy uh, a bit, that we are going to move from very, very intense fighting into more uh, targeted attacks. Uh, and of course, as we move through the center and the south of the Gaza Strip, uh, so our tactics will change there as well. The north, the Hamas's military command has completely fallen in the north of the Gaza Strip. That is under Israeli command. But again, as our troops go push further and further into the Gaza Strip and more tunnels are uncovered, so we are uncovering uh, more of what is in those tunnels. And um, we have those uh, horrific cases of uh, rockets, munitions factories, RPGs, uh, flak jackets, uh, everything that you would need to wage a small war 
is found inside those tunnels. Uh, you guys will know that uh, underneath the Gaza Strip, subterranean, there is a an entire metro, hundreds of thousands of kilometers of terror tunnel. We certainly touched on to that, uh, I think it was last week, uh, uh, Rolene, and, and coupled with that, now I see a lot of um, uh, military activities taking place within Khan Yunus, uh, a lot being discovered there based on exactly what you've just outlined now, uh, finding, you know, like more tunnel networks and uh, places like schools and mosques uh, being used as bases for terror attacks and storage of terror uh, uh, weaponry. In fact, now we have news that the Islamic University in Khan Yunus has been used by Hamas. I don't think that there is an inch of the Gaza Strip that Hamas are not using as human shields. Whether it's people's private residences or schools, the Blue Beach Hotel where a a tunnel was found, the uh, school systems, the hospitals, which of course we are all familiar with. Incidentally, the IDF announced last week that they had managed to detonate the tunnel underneath Al Shifa Hospital without actually damaging the hospital structure. So uh, that's a feat of engineering that mm-hmm. it looks like only our soldiers uh, could accomplish. But there is not an inch of the Gaza Strip, and we're hearing it from soldiers as well, where there are no, um, where there are no tunnels, where there are no munition storage facilities. Uh, the, the, the entire Gaza Strip is one big human shield and tunnel system. <laughs> Rolling, uh, regarding the hostages now, hostage families, a march has been cancelled uh, tomorrow due to security concerns. Can you tell us something about that? Say, say that again. A hostage families, a march has been cancelled due to security concerns. Can you tell us something about that? Well, that I must be honest, I haven't seen reports of. I do know that uh, the hostages went down to the Kerem Shalom crossing earlier today. In fact, there's footage of one of the hostages' fathers uh, yelling across with a megaphone if his, if his son could possibly uh, hear okay. him. But uh, the hostages... Uh, at Kerem Shalom, that is the, the the area where humanitarian goods are inspected before being let into the Gaza Strip. Actually, the Kerem Shalom mm. crossing, which was closed for most of this war, it has been opened so that that humanitarian aid, which Israel has said the United Nations are dragging their feet mm-hmm. in ensuring is disseminated, is uh, uh, gets through to to the civilians inside the inside the Gaza Strip, but um, they were there today. Also, hearings in the Knesset today. Some horrific, horrific uh, eyewitness reports from a former hostage about the way that female hostages are, mm. are being treated. She confirmed our our uh, worst fears of sexual violence, sexual abuse and a female soldier that had been tortured right next to her. And the world is still in somewhat denial about all these things. It's absurd. But anyway, that's for another discussion, Rolene. Let's look at things from a political uh, perspective. Uh, United States... uh Foreign Secretary uh, Antony Blinken in Israel and Lebanon. What are his objectives uh, there? Is he still uh, in that part of the world? Well, he's been in Israel today meeting with uh, officials and uh, he met with President Herzog. They addressed the issue of South Africa's ludicrous 
case at the International Court of Justice. Mm-hmm. Our president called it atrocious and preposterous. And I know that James Kirby, the White House spokesperson, has also addressed the issue, saying that the only party that is guilty of genocide is is Hamas. Hamas have a genocidal charter. Hamas have stated the intentions to commit genocide again and again and again and again. You know, stating quite unequivocally uh, that the, the October the 7th was a dress rehearsal. Sure. So we... we Sorry, so he, he, he's there. He also spoke about the possibility of normalization. I know this is a subject uh, very, very close to, to our heart. And uh, there is still hope, everybody. There mm-hmm. is still hope that we could possibly see uh, normalization in the future with the Saudis. They presenting their plan for a possible peace process. Mm-hmm. But as we know, we've got some very, very difficult um, parties to to any kind of of peace agreement, but they've made it clear that normalisation will not happen without some kind of trap for Palestinian statehood. Indeed, uh, Roland, just to confirm, so Anthony Blinken, uh, Israel and Lebanon was uh, was his focus. Um, so you mentioned Saudi Arabia. He he did go on a tour of the Middle East in other countries. Where where else was he? Uh, did he visit rather? He's been. He's been to Lebanon. He's been to Jordan. Okay. Uh, he has met with the Saudis. He's in Israel at the moment. He, of course, will meet with uh, Mahmoud Abbas, the Palestinian Authority president, mm. uh, and uh, the King of Jordan. He's met with King Abdullah as well. Oh. Roline, we don't have much time once again, and so it's just a pleasure listening to you. You know, bringing the, these detailed reports. Time goes so quickly, but something I want to touch on too that uh, you and I discussed yesterday, which we wanted to discuss yesterday, the impact of this horrific war on the economy, farming production, for example. What are you observing on the ground there? How, how is this affecting Israel's economy right now? It is affecting Israel's economy. We've got a lot of our workforce who have been mobilized and are fighting in Gaza. Uh, we have heard in the last week or so that the IDF will release several thousand soldiers so that they can go back to their families, they can go back to uh, to their uh, businesses and mm. offices. Uh, and of course, we can't forget that the area that was affected by the atrocities was the, the south, the agricultural belt. Mm. Uh, this is the breadbasket of the country. Um, there are real concerns for food security in Israel because not only were uh, a lot of our farm workers uh, murdered or taken hostage, but many of them fled the country uh, because of the, the, the start of the war. And thanks to countries like Malawi and Kenya and Sri Lanka and India, we will see an influx of um, uh, foreign workers to come in to, to work on the farms. In the meantime, there are people pouring in from all over the world, and including in Israel, going down south to pick uh, whatever they can. I know somebody mm. told me today she's off to pick cauliflowers and uh, everybody is doing what needs to be done to, to make sure that this, this country uh, uh, stays intact. And of course, a lot of concerns about the, the, the Houthis, the Iranian-backed mm. right. rebels, and, and them disrupting shipping routes. And uh, that is a major concern, not just for Israel, but for the global community as well. But uh, yes, a real 
concerns here uh, for the economy, especially when it comes to food security. Rolene, we're going to have to leave it there. Once again, we've just run out of time. Thank you so much, Rolene, for joining us this afternoon to give us uh, back some background as to what has transpired in Israel today. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel.